Hey, welcome back to The Process. This is Nick Veronica. We got Charlie Wachowski with us. And, Charlie, we have a special guest today. We do? We do. We have with us Dr. Matt Veronica, DPT, a physical therapist with MoveWell Physical Therapy, and a one-time intern with the Buffalo Bills who is an expert on one of your favorite subjects, professional teams Gatorade color. Okay. When you told me that Matt was going to be on doing this with us, I got very excited because I feel like finally I can get so many questions answered. Um, I just hope that like what how I think the process works is actually how it works and not like disappointed. Well, it's an honor to be here, guys. I, I hope it's not one of those like grass is always greener kind of things when you you get disillusioned by the reality of situations. But I'll I'll do my best to convey the the truth as best I remember it, given that it's been. Uh, five years since I was there last. All right, so if you're just joining us or if you don't remember this part, when we did, we went through the prop bets for the Super Bowl, uh, every year there's a prop bet, what color Gatorade will they dump on the coach? And Charlie was fascinated by this, and we talked about this one for like an inordinate amount of time, and we talked about what colors we think it would be. We talked about our favorite colors and flavors and no one really calls them by the flavor name you call it by the color obviously and we also talked about why i i i was under the impression that like teams would try to match their gatorade to their jerseys for some reason which i don't know why that may or to their logo at least so i don't know we have a lot of questions and we have a guy with some answers here so um i guess we can just start by Saying, how do you, how did you pick the color? Just take us through that process. Um, so I, I kind of want to start off just by, uh, you know, noting that the way every team and every college works uh, could be different. Uh, the way every team works, depending on who the coaching staff is, the employees at that time could be different. So I can really only speak to the Bills as one team from 2012 to 2015, um, and uh, you know, while I was there. The way that I remember it uh, was that on game days, there would be generally either strength and conditioning staff or athletic trainers uh, filling the Gatorade. And uh, believe it or not, most of the time, uh, the main cooler we use, we would actually fill with Pedialyte. Uh, part of that is a there's a whole big legal agreement that the NFL signs with different companies like Gatorade, like Nike, like New Era, that you can only use those products. So if you have a, you know, one of the old Reebok pieces of equipment, you have to put a tape over the Reebok symbol, and you know you can only show Nike. So in this situation, you couldn't have Pedialyte wrappers out on the field. Uh, so we'd have to either take the wrappers off. Pedialyte wrappers are very easy to take off. I think they do that on purpose for that reason. Hmm. Um, but we would generally, oftentimes, fill the cooler with Pedialyte. Um, and then sometimes it would be Gatorade and kind of whoever's the employee at the time would make the call into what they put in, uh, either based on individual preference of that worker of, you know, what they know the player's preferences are or just what's left in stock. You got, we got a huge stock room of, you know, so many different colors of Gatorade. And if I'm back there and I see we've got way more orange than anything else in that game, we're going to put orange in there. Um, but if it was up to me, I had my preference blues, my favorite, uh, so I, I would probably choose that one, or if it was Pedialyte, that was back when it was only red or purple, and so we're going red Pedialyte all day. So wait, hold on. So it's not Gatorade, it's Pedialyte? 
Well, it could be. It could be. Uh, most of the time I was there, we would do Pedialyte. Uh, I feel so, lied to all these years. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's a reason behind it. Uh, essentially, what Pedialyte is, is if you took Gatorade, which is the value of it is getting like a simple sugar into your system and electrolytes. Uh, if you turned down how much sugar and turned up how much electrolyte was in there, that's what Pedialyte is. Uh, so it, it is uh, in advantageous thing for some situations um is that why they tell you to drink pedialyte when you're hungover yeah i mean it's got more electrolytes to kind of hydrate you quicker yeah so so any situation you're dehydrated could be you're hungover it could be uh you had you know your three-year-old with diarrhea could be that you're an nfl player playing a game uh that's it's an effective use of rehydration okay Okay, I I just, I just feel lied to. Like I feel, I always thought that. I don't know if you guys remember the the old Peyton Manning video that was circling around for a while. I was like, um, back when he was like super young, and there's two kids on the sideline handing out the Gatorade, and he's sitting there talking to him, and he goes, "Ah, oh, this tastes good. You guys mix this yourself. This is the best <laughs> best Gatorade I ever had." I always thought it was just like Gatorade, like the powdered Gatorade in a crap ton of water, all mixed together, and that's how you get your Gatorade. Yeah. So, so not that I can speak to to whatever team does, but w- we didn't used to use the powder at all. We were, I mean, we were literally in a storage unit, unwrap, you know, opening bottles and pouring bottle after bottle after bottle of Gatorade or Pedialyte to fill this big cooler up. Uh, and and then, you know, you can imagine. I mean, that's. I think it was something like one and a half. Uh, cases of, of a 24 pack of or, or 32 pack whatever it is of, of Gatorade whatever the biggest pack they come in uh, you know you, you're looking at a significant amount of bottleage if that's a if that, that's an adjective so so it's not even stirred in it's it's poured in yeah like the whatever Gatorade you would buy out of the cooler at 7-eleven like that type of Gatorade dumped into this big cooler so it's, so it's a time thing essentially so there's here's a situation uh, if you've got a, um, if you're on the sidelines of an NFL game, all the players have gloves on, so not everyone wants to be able to touch, uh, you know, what, what they might perceive as a wet bottle because they might think that their hands are going to get wet. So the purpose of the Gatorade cooler that's, that's there is to pour them into Dixie cups, which you can just hand someone. They throw it in, they crunch it up, they just throw it on the ground. You know, someone comes along when when they've got the chance to clean up the area. Um, okay, and then so you don't have so, to worry about get hold, having them hold a bottle that might make their receiving gloves wet. What's in the water bottle then that you're like spraying in their mouth? So uh, it could be water, or there's also ones that we designate as Gatorade or Pedialyte bottles. So the situation with those bottles is they're hard to clean, and you know if you've got sixty. Or you know some guys or fifty three guys on a on a roster or whatever it is yeah fifty three minus practice squad so forty three game day maybe something like that I forgot exactly the numbers I think it's forty six um, active for game day forty six game day so uh, so that's a lot of water bottles are going through so those Gatorade you know kind of uh, squirt bottles they don't they don't wash real well so hopefully you can take water and make that like the primary thing because if you get Gatorade in there then it's hard to clean out the sugar and uh, starts to taste like leave its flavor in there next time, and uh, so we'd tape bottles that we would have 
separate for like Gatorade usage. Most of them are water. So generally what you'll see uh, is uh, the workers on the sideline will either have like a Gatorade, like orange holder system, and they'll have like maybe two water bottles, maybe a, a squirt bottle filled with Gatorade or Pedialyte, um, a, a stack of cups, and maybe an actual Gatorade bottle. Uh, and they're trying to be versatile and, and get them to different people. And there's actually NFL employees on the sideline, usually one per team per game, who it's their job to stand there and hold an extra water cooler and go squirt it into players' mouths and stuff like that. How do you get that job? I don't know. I always wondered. Every year I was there, it was always the same guy. He'd wear receiving gloves to hold <laughs> one of these cooler like, like car- uh, carriers the whole game. And, I mean, there, there is like a skill of the accuracy of shooting it in a player's mouth because like I, I can remember my, my first year there. It was the first year we got uh, Mario Williams had signed. And so I'm like, oh, we got this $100 million, million guy. And, uh, you know, he'd come up to you and just like, I'd be like, yo, you thirsty, man? And he'd like just open his mouth like with his helmet on. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Uh, <laughs> so like you, you know, you're trying to reach up to the mouth of a like a six foot seven guy who's like, you know, like you you view as like this intimidating presence potentially. And you're trying to like figure out the angle to like squirt it in his mouth and not like blast him in the rest of the face or drip it down his jersey or anything. Uh, high pressure scenario for a newbie, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, some of the bottles don't like the caps don't squ- uh, squeeze on real well. You don't want to like spray people because uh, uh, they can get uh, frustrated if that kind of stuff goes on. So my only theory for like why they keep that guy, maybe he's a really good like eye to hand to other person's mouth uh, aim. So even though the players won't touch it because they don't want to get their gloves wet, this dude wears gloves. Well, I mean. So there's two scenarios going on there. One's that like some players are totally fine grabbing the bottles. I think it's more of a superstition or like hmm. you know a hyper awareness, uh, just because they know how much rides on every pass that happens comes comes their way. Like you know if they drop a pass that might be, you know they might be on the next ticket home or something like that. So, uh, but other guys just you know will just sit there holding a bottle the whole time. Uh, he's also not really worried about having to catch a pass in his role. So I don't, I don't think he's too concerned about True. getting wet. All right, Charlie, listen. Did you see this year that there was like a viral video going around in um, on the Washington sideline? Some dude took an entire pack of cups that were still wrapped and dunked them into the Gatorade bottle and started like stirring it around, like stirring it with, with a pack of cups. Did you see that? I did. And I thought that's why I always thought that it was powder. I'm like, yeah, it's got to mix the exactly, powder. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean that's do, what you, I thought. do you remember being a kid – Drinking Kool Aid and like you could tell like the Kool Aid wasn't mixed well enough, like it just tasted like crap. So you had to mix it well. I always thought it was the same thing with the Gatorade. You got to mix the Gatorade real well, or else it yeah, for taste such good. a large size, you would have thought that would be better, huh? Maybe there's so much like at, at risk, like they don't want to toy around with having it not be a good mix. You know, you don't want your players, you know, piss off during the game just because like some intern mm-hmm. didn't do the right ratio of powder to water. But, I mean, or something. So, clearly some teams must do it with the powder. Some must. Uh, there's also a lot of ice in there, so maybe they're kind of stirring the ice around okay, to well, try to make it. What happens you know. if someone or something knocks over, like how many Gatorade coolers, I guess, or I never really noticed this going to a game, right? Like I never really paid attention to the number of Gatorade coolers on the sideline. But how many Gatorade coolers are there, and then what happens if someone knocks over the Gatorade cooler? Usually two. So, so warm weather games, there's, uh, I believe, two, and one would be 
Gatorade or Pedialyte, and the other will just be water. Okay. And then also you'll see out there some kind of brown, uh, more rectangular uh, liquid holders during cold weather games. They will either be filled with uh, like a hot broth, like a chicken broth kind of thing, hmm. or uh, I think, I want to even say they used to have hot chocolate for like really cold ones. Really? Um, you know, like snow games. So, th- I mean, you know, imagine how cold you are in the sitting in the stands during one of these snow games and imagine wearing like short sleeves in some situations or, or maybe an Under Armour shirt, but, you know, they're, they're not wearing too much. And a lot of those guys are not, you know, it's not like a soccer game where they're running nonstop. They're, there's a lot of downtime. So they're heated by these huge heaters that are on the each end of the the bench area on the sidelines that are like I mean they look like they you know fell off of a spaceship and they're like they they're heaters that blow out hot air to a distance that's so strong that you you could like if you're wearing something plastic and stood in front of it it would probably melt uh, it's it's they're they're strong and that travels a long way um, sometimes on the on the TV you can kind of see the air like vibrating around mm-hmm. it. Um, just like you would on a hazy summer day. Um, so they've got those. They've got those jackets that are like the sleeveless uh, kind of like capes that you know, they'll throw around people. Uh, yeah. Okay. So do those even work? They they work. Uh, so the the I guess the idea is that you have like all your you know how like you're really cold sometimes you like bring your arms inside your like hoodie or something. It's kind of like that. So yeah. like your your whole body is inside there. They're really thick. They're really heavy. They're like full body length. Uh, so generally the player will turn around and an employee will pick one up and kind of drape it over them. Um, so they're, they're warm. They're definitely warm. That's interesting, man. But I like, hold on. I, I feel like we still haven't answered the question of the color choosing. That's important. So like, does a, does a player come up and be like, like in baseball, they're like, Oh, the pitcher chooses the music is like the quarterbacks. Like I love red when you like, how does that part work? Um, so generally there's like, you know, as a worker, you'll kind of have your, your group of players you stay around. Like one year I was with like the receivers, one year I was with the, you know, the running backs or the in defensive backs and things like that. So you, you, you get to you know your guys and you know their preferences and certain players. Oh, that guy always wants water. Oh, that guy only likes purple Pedialyte. Oh, that guy, you know, what, and so on and so forth. Uh, so you know you you'll come up to them on the sidelines and there's so many players that you got a bunch of employees just trying to hydrate everyone. So you'll be going around, you know, asking people you know if they if they're thirsty if they need a drink. You're, you know, there's some research out that shows you don't even get thirsty until you're like 20 percent dehydrated already. So we try to even push fluid consumption before people think they're thirsty, uh, just for their own benefit. They might not even realize that they're you know that they need it. Uh, but you know you'll, you'll try to give someone a drink and he'll be like, "What you got?" And I'll be like, uh, "I got a." Uh, orange Gatorade and I've got a red Pedialyte and I got water. He's like, nah, come back if you've got yellow Gatorade. <laughs> and so you might run back to the Gatorade area and like bring back a cup of yellow. And there's like some aspect of like pride. Like, you know, everyone wants to do a good job at their job, uh, I, I feel like. And so if, if that's your scenario and your job's a hydrator, you take pride and be like, all right, I gotta go get that yellow Gatorade. And you like book it there and get back and hopefully he hasn't gone on the field yet and you give him that drink and that's like your mini moment of satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so um, it maybe that plays some role into like who fills it up. Maybe they know like their position group wants to, you know, likes a certain color uh, more than others. That's, that's got potential. So, but um, 
that's kind of been my experience. So then uh, the other aspect that I was just thinking when you were talking about mixing stuff up, there was a powder that we would add. It's something called a Gator Light, uh, and it's it, there's made producing small packets, and they're essentially a Gatorade brand packet of electrolytes. If you wanted to increase the ratio of electrolyte, so you know we might make one of those big jugs of uh, of uh, Gatorade and then pour a few extra. Uh, of those packs on top you know maybe a few means like 20 extra packs or we might just put one in one bottle and just kind of mark an x with it and sharpie on the top so that people know like hey this is not going to taste quite as good as a regular gatorade it's going to be salty but uh, you know real hot days where people are sweating a lot we'll also kind of indicate like we'll know guys who are salty sweaters and things like that and we'll have that marked and kind of keep an eye on them we know we measure like who loses more water like uh, throughout the practice or games, typically weigh in before, weigh in after, track like fluid loss and kind of push uh, hydration on some players more than other players. All right, but so the colors, like, do you just have bottles of every single color available and you just pick one, or like, is there only certain colors in stock? Or um, what? so, so the, the the classic colors we definitely have way more of. Your red, orange, yellow are probably the biggest three. We have the most of those. Then I'd say cool blue, like, is the you know, like the the level two tier where we get a lot of that. That's then, my favorite. That's my favorite too. If if it was up to me, I'd put that. Well, that's not quite true. Glacier freeze <laughs> is my favorite. It's like oh, the light blue. That, okay. No, so so cool blue is like royal blue colored. Oh, I and, take it back. I take that back. Yeah, you're thinking like that light, light blue. Teal, yeah, light blue kind light of blue. thing, like icy looking. Yeah, that's glacier freeze. Gatorade frost. It's a Gatorade frost yeah, thing. So it's less common. We would get that every now and then. Uh, but not as much as cool blue. So the the third tier there is like all the uh, more obscure ones. So maybe there maybe like glacier freeze and like that white one would make their way in, or like a um, like G two that have have like less carbs, something like that would be something in there. And then the fourth tier is things that we order like with experiment as like our purpose. So um, you know you might see red, and maybe it's not fruit punch. Maybe it's strawberry kiwi or the hmm. strawberry watermelon. I mean, maybe not strawberry watermelon. Maybe just watermelon. Are there are there um, flavors that you guys can get that like we just can't go out and buy on the shelf? Like, um, that used to be the case for the protein drinks. So that Gatorade start you know makes like these protein beverages now. That started because the NFL didn't used to be able to get protein from them. They signed this rule saying you know all our beverages will be Gatorade, and then we buy our own protein powder we used to buy this eas brand protein powder and gatorade was like well you don't want you to buy that and then we we're like well what else are we gonna do you, you don't make it so they made it so they started making protein powder and like pre-packaged drinks and that used to be not available publicly it was something we could only get uh you know i could only experience that at, at the bills uh eventually it, it popularized and, and now they have got it at wegmans and stuff um i don't know about actual gatorade i i, I wouldn't have much faith that I could walk into a 7-Eleven and just like uh, get a, a watermelon flavored one, but um, so maybe we get a little bit of extra um, types of them. Um, some things we also do is mixed colors. So uh, if you see a green Gatorade on the sideline of a game, uh, that's what we would take: cool blue and lemon, or yellow, whatever you call mm. it, whatever yellows, lemon lime or something like that. So we'd mix blue and yellow, and we'd make green. That's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it takes Good. takes a minute. So we, okay. generally, I would like kind of uh, take a separate cup and like pour some of each out, 
uh, just to get, make some room in the bottles and I just kind of pour them back and forth until they like evenly distributed. So they were both like this right color of green. Um, I don't really have a way of describing it, but if, if you imagine what blue tastes like and what yellow tastes like and you fuse them, it's exactly what it tastes like. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that's good. Interesting. Yeah, that, that would be my favorite, but that's a little extra huh. uh, time so, intensive. So I guess like, Charlie and I were thinking like, how much thought probably goes into this? Like, we, it was you know that we had the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We're like, oh, I wonder if they go you know red or orange, like because they're the Chiefs. So if I'm picturing this right, you kind of just walk into a closet and be like, hmm, that pile of red's looking a lot taller than the pile of yellow today. It's gonna be red. Well, it, at least in my experience, so my the coaches when I was there were Chan Gailey, Doug Marone, and Rex Ryan. Uh, Gailey kind of ran sort of like a tight ship in some ways. Um, the other two were kind of a little more nonchalant about a lot of things. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, no, like hearing what McDermott's like. Like maybe he's got more of a, a a strict, like you know, trust the process plan as applies to Gatorade. Um, maybe, but uh, I can only speak to my own experience. And that uh, so mine was that whatever was left in stock was was a big uh, factor to consider. Interesting. So. Okay, you said you worked for three coaches. Who was your favorite? Put you on the um, spot. Hmm. So my experience. So uh, I, I personally, I've never played football. Uh, I'd like to, but I, I just never have. And uh, so I think that that's a big step in terms of discrediting my opinions. Um, from what I could see in my experience, was that Chan Gailey would be—he was quiet, almost like shy. And so he would be around you. Like, you might be at a game and, like, turn to your side and be, oh, my gosh, like, Chan's right there. Like, the head coach in football is, like, a, a big figure. And they're, they're almost like the president. And so um, it was weird that I would, like, Chan Gailey could sneak up right behind you and, like, you wouldn't even know it. Whereas, like, when Doug Marone came in, he had, like, this aura around him. Like, you could always feel where Doug Marone was during practice, wherever on the field. You just, like, kind of knew of him and just felt his presence. Uh, Rex Ryan was kind of like that, but uh, a little less involved. I'd say Marone was my favorite because he would. So Marone used to be a good offensive lineman, and he would hop in with the offensive lineman during practice and like, you know, be giving them snaps and help block and, you know, he'd help truly coach and join the position coaches and and coaching and uh, was more energetic, less showy than Rex Ryan had been. If I had to choose a favorite from those three, I would I would say Marone was my favorite, and he was the only one of those three who uh, gave me a Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> he nice. gave you a Christmas card, not a Christmas bonus. Uh, it was both. It was both oh, of those okay. things. Well, what a, what yeah. a guy! What a guy! Yeah, yeah, I liked that a lot. Nice. Was that before or after you got the tattoo of uh, Mark Sanchez? That was Rex. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that right, Rex. Rex. That's right. That, yeah. that was Rex. That's Rex. Around. All right. Well, Charlie, Charlie, yeah. listen, I did. I was a good friend. I did some reporting on this before we taped our podcast. All right. So I got some, some info for you. I reached out to some people I know at Cornell to see how, what they do with their Gatorade. They said they use a mix and they have just their training staff. Same same thing like, like we're saying with the Bills. They uh, They just go in there and they just mix it up and it's... Like like we were sort of assuming that like players would have input on this, and it seems like they just we mix it up, and this is what you get. I also reached out to Penn State, and this one I thought was interesting. They said the same thing. Their athletic trainers mix it. And I said like, do you have a color? And he said it's mostly blue, 
when we do like our whiteout game, we'll do the white Gatorade. He said yellow and orange are in the mix, but absolutely no red. I'm like, well, that's that's weird. Like, red's a pretty pretty popular flavor. It's pretty good. Like, how come? And he goes, we're Penn State. We don't like Ohio State. No red. Can't do it. Wow, that that simple. Yeah. I got a. I so I did some research too, Nick. You're not a, you're not alone on this. Um, I asked a buddy of mine who played some college football at Purdue, and he said the same thing. He goes, "We will not do red uh, because of Wisconsin." Oh, interesting. So I thought that was interesting. You know, kind of same thing with Penn State, right? Like, I didn't know that teams would select their Gatorade color or or turn down a Gatorade color based on who they were, um, uh, you know, who their big rivals were. So this this gives me two thoughts. Um, One is if you're a team like the Bills, who your biggest rival, the Patriots, also is white and red and blue, then that might pose a little bit of a problem. Maybe you can do like a... Don't use yellow against the Dolphins or something. But also, uh, I could see college as being way more, um, I'm going to use like uh, loyal to their team mm-hmm. as a phrase in the way that I've heard some NFL players speak in terms of they view themselves as an NFL employee stationed at Buffalo or, or, or Denver or wherever they're stationed mm-hmm. at because some of them, you know, gets, you, you, I mean, if you're a practice squad guy, you might play on six different teams from the course of July to September, uh, you know, something like that. So some of them have a hard time establishing like a real loyalty to that. Not, not, not that they're disloyal, but the image of being a bill that we as fans have, they might not have the same hatred towards other teams. I mean, you might've got, you might've played for the Patriots and then get traded to the bills and then you play them and you know, you're not gonna have the same hatred that, yeah. that we Plus do. you go to college, you pick your college. Right. True. Well, I, I mean, and I and I have heard, you know, from other friends of mine that they're, you know, or people that I've met that have that know people that maybe played in the league. They also said too, like, um, they're also ads not into the rival stuff as like we are, right? Because they do have friends that play on other teams and stuff like that. Sure. So right. You know. So so you think about it, like, or, or even you know, you think about like Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen. Idolize uh, uh, Tom Brady. I don't think he hates New England, but obviously they're they're going to act like they do because that's what we want to hear them say as fans. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We uh, Doran Dickerson used to be a tight end we had who played at the Patriots who had some really interesting stories. Um, one of them was arriving at the facility in uh, early one morning, thinking he was the first person there. And then Tom Brady walks around and goes, "Hey, Doran has a, a box of Uggs for him." So you know, if that's your memory of Tom Brady, uh, oh, you know, one of many of them, you know, I'm sure he has a very different perspective than than the rest of us. <laughs> Uggs from Tom Brady—that's classy. Official ones, yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady Uggs—that's great. That's great. All right, well, Matt, thank you for joining us here. So I guess the takeaway, Charlie, for you is uh, if, if a Penn State or a Purdue ever gets into a national championship game and there's a prop bet, we, we have the inside edge from the Process Podcast. We definitely know it's not red. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we Matt. We know that. Doc, Dr. Matt, move well physical therapy. What are you doing during coronavirus right now? Are you closed or what? how do you, how you stay in business? 
so my physical therapy office I, I have inside of a gym in Tonawanda. It's called Mustache Fitness and Barbell. It's a lot of uh, strength athletes, powerlifters, Olympic lifters, stuff like that, as well as other athletes. Um, so Cuomo put out the rule that gyms had to close. So the gym I'm inside of can't operate. But since I'm a healthcare professional, my PT clinic's allowed to operate. But we're just, you know, took a huge hit. We've probably got uh, maybe about 30 to 40% of our business retained that we normally would have. Uh, part of that's people don't want to come out. Part of it's people would normally come see me after training at the gym. And now they're, uh, you know, now they're not there. So uh, it's, it's been a big blow. So something that we are doing right now is really pushing uh, online uh, physical therapy services. So that's mm-hmm. something called telehealth, which is a trend across really the whole healthcare system. Um, you'll see it in primary doctors and uh, and things like that as well. And so what we're doing for that is uh, kind of like a web chat based PT sessions. So we're setting up uh, Zoom is the name of this program that is it's kind of like Skype and stuff like that, but it's a little more uh, high level. And uh, so we're you know we're communicating with people and you know doing assessments, walking them through movements and tests they can do and exercises that they can do to like you know correct the you know issues they have that are causing them pain or weakness and and things like that. Uh, so we're doing as much as we can without being hands on, uh, which is a, a limitation, admittedly, because that's a strength of ours, but. Um, so that's what we're at now is doing doing a, like webcam based sessions. How can people sign up for that? Um, so they can sign up for that. They can uh, message us on uh, Move Well Physical Therapy on our Instagram or Facebook page. Um, they can go on our uh, our own. So there's me, uh, Matt, Matt Veronica. There's Chris Nantars, Zach Clapp, and Sam Helfer are our, we are our four therapists um, messaging us individually. Or you can go on our website, Move Well Physical Therapy. Uh, so, uh, so our, our website is movewellbuffalo.com. You can go, if you type that in the very first thing at the top, will say schedule a session. It'll take you to acuity, which is our scheduling website. And then you can just book uh, a session and choose your time, choose your day, how long you want it to be. And, uh, you can even pay over the internet right there if you want to do that. Cool. All right. Well, that sounds like a good idea. So thank you so much for joining us. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, you can like, rate, and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore process pod. I'm at Nick Veronica. Charlie, tell them where you're at. At Chawit68. And Matt, where are you? Um, Instagram at, at Matt.Veronica. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening to a special episode on Gatorade specific. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks Remember. for having me, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for doing this.